Exodus chapter 1. Exodus chapter 1 Let my people go Now these are the names of the children of Israel Which came into Egypt Every man and his household Came with Jacob Reuben, Simeon, Levi and Judah And all the souls Okay All the souls that came out of the loins of Jacob Were 70 souls For Joseph was in Egypt already And Joseph died And all his brethren And all that generation And the children of Israel Were fruitful And And increased abundantly And multiplied And waxed Exceeding mighty And the land was filled with them Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Wow. Now listen. Let my people go. God sent Moses to tell Pharaoh, let my people go, that they may serve me. Right? Now, God's reason for allowing you to be alive is to serve him. And there are spirits, real spirits, that exist in this world. As soon as you die, pam, you are going to see all that you didn't see. That's when your eyes will really open. The day you die, pam, you come out of your body and there you see. Because we were created supernatural spirits. We were spirits. We are spirits living in a body. Adam was in the garden of Eden. God is a spirit. Not that God is spiritual. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. And Adam was talking to God every afternoon. Around four. In the cool of the day. Adam was able to communicate with a spirit. He was was a spirit was able to communicate with the animals. You, you have spots. Your name shall be Leopard. (laughs) Leopard. Because you have spots. Amen? You, you have stripes. You'll be Zebra. He gave all of them names. Are you there? So He was able to communicate With animals, with God He was a far Seemed to be a far more Superior being Than than, than we seem to be 
You have a dog, you say sit, he'll be looking at you. You say attack, he'll be standing there, stamping on you. He doesn't understand anything. <laughs> As for the cats there, you can't tell them anything at all. Wow. So, man is a spirit and we belong to God and God wants us to be free from the evil spirits that are here. Why, why do you say that Adam fell into the hands of the devil? Look, if I have a pastor here, I send somebody here and you have, let's say, other good churches, let's say any other good denominations or churches or whatever, and I tell the person, do this. Then another person comes and says, do that. Then I find out after some years that mostly he just listens to that other pastor from that other ministry. The person you are listening to is the person you are now under. Under his influence, under his power, under whatever. So for Adam to listen to the devil and do what the devil says or said, he became, he came under his power somehow. You understand? Because like the person that you obey, in that sense, you, you are now sort of under, because that's the person you are. If somebody, if somebody says, oh, you obey us or you are under bishop, that he would know. It's true, if you are following what I say, there's a sense in which you are, what is, that is true, that you are under me. And under my influence and what I say and just my power, whatever there is. And the more you listen to me, the more you come under my influence and the more you come under my power. Whatever power it is that I have. So when Adam started to listen to the devil instead of to his master God, he came under the devil's power. You get it? And that's what changed everything. When God says, ah, if this one you want to follow, okay, then that's it. Then, I mean, we are not the same anymore. You can be with him. You know, and that the person you can be with is a very bad one. Really, really bad. So that's what has happened to us. And he said, in the day that you eat, you die. And all of us are under a death sentence. It's just about the day that it will be implemented. There's nobody here who is not going to die unless Jesus comes. It's about the date. This, the only thing we don't know is the date and the method. Is it not amazing? So there is a real world of spirits. Only that we have not been limited in what we can see. And what we can perceive. Now the Bible is the light. Which God has given us. Which through that light. We can escape. Some of the traps. And the snares. And the things are mostly tricks. Mostly tricks. If you look at the financial. Things. I mean how many people earn. Five thousand dollars a month. Even in America, how many people earn 10,000? You see people, God blesses them. You used to earn $200, $100, $200. Now you earn 5,000, now you earn 10,000. Then Satan comes, okay, you know something, make this arrangement, so you'll be paying this amount. It's almost the same as this. And before I realize, the 10,000 has become nothing. 
Then you see somebody who has 10,000, as if it's as if he has 1,000. So it's like Satan has thereby taken away the financial blessing and the powers that God gives. It's like through a trick, it changes. It's amazing. So many things come to destroy all that. So, but all these things are caused by Satan. And once you start to follow the light of God, I need something up on stage, right? So I don't have to shout. Once you start to follow the light of God, you, he starts to lead you out of the tricks and the traps and the satanic bondages, which is to destroy you. Look, there is nobody who has served God in the Bible who is poor. If you are thinking about money, serving God doesn't lead to poverty. Read your Bible carefully. Unless you don't want to accept it. All Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, this, that, he will care for you. He will provide for you. He will take care of you. Amen? So, God has had a people. So, after Adam sinned, the whole world went down. Down, 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 down. And in Genesis chapter 6, you see another invasion by demons of the human race through a set of spirits. And Genesis chapter 6, 2 verse 4 and 2 and 4, they are quotations from the book of Enoch. They are quotations from the book of Enoch. This was another invasion. And in the book of Enoch, you see where the demons, the spirits, took a plan, about 200 of them, to come down and invade women and have children with them. So they came down and said, how can you have a spirit? How can a spirit have a... Jesus was half a human and half spirit. Jesus Christ, if you don't believe in that, if you don't believe in Jesus, Jesus was not from a man and a woman. Jesus was a spirit and a man. So Jesus walking there was not a man, just a man. It was a combination of a spirit. Mary the virgin. Virgin, not uh, not uh, what do you call it? No, 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 not virgin Atlantic. A real virgin. Yes, proper virgin. Plus the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Most High shall overshadow thee. And that which will be conceived of. So, it, it's, yeah. so the, this spirit came and invaded human beings and created abnormal people which multiplied the wickedness in the earth. Even when you read the book of Enoch, that's when they taught them spells, chant, witchcraft, and so many things, powers, other powers, apart from God's power, that they use. So we have more evil in the world. So this is how the world was very bad. Then one day God decided to start to redeem human beings. Okay? Because he prophesied that when he was punishing Adam and Eve. He said the woman will bruise your head. So he came to a man called Abraham. And he told Abraham, you follow me. Leave your father's house. They are all seven idols and come with me. We are going to break for lunch very soon, but just this session, listen. He said, come, follow me. And Abraham followed him. He wanted to see if he was that type of person. 
took him through various tests. Let his wife not have a child for a long time. So that when the child comes, you know this child is a child. Hey. And even after that, he decided to test him when the child was born. To see his heart. Because the blessing he had planned was the blessing for his children. And his children said the whole world would be blessed in the seed of Abraham. So he wanted to test, is this man worthy of that blessing? You'll be worthy of your children being blessed. Children in America are blessed. Amen. Some of you, your children are the ones going to experience the blessing. So he took Isaac to the sacrifice test. Give up everything, including this boy, whom you've waited for for so long. And Abraham passed the test. And after that, God said, look, in blessing I will bless you. All nations of the earth will be, will be blessed through you. That's real blessing. Blessing is not what to eat. <laughs> blessing is not money and rent. When you are blessed, then you are a blessing to others. Then you are blessed. That's the purpose for blessings. Is to be a blessing. Until you are a blessing to people, your blessing hasn't reached a certain point. Yes. Until lighthouse is a blessing to nations and islands, we are not really blessed. If we say we are blessed, the real blessing is when you are a blessing. Yes. When you can look after other people's children and pay other people's children's school fees. Not just yours. Then you are a blessing. When you just receive, oh, we are blessed. We went to the camp and we were really blessed. I mean, God really, God really moved them. God, God really touched us. That's not a blessing. When you lead somebody to Christ, when you bring somebody to church, when you help establish people and you become a blessing to others, that's when the, the real blessing is in you. God has blessed us. God has blessed us. We've got a car. Glory to God, we've got a house. That's not a blessing yet, like Abraham's blessing. A blessing is when you are a blessing to people. I don't have a house, it's for you. A car is for you. But now, here is a house. Here is a car. Here, Mr. Bishop, man, take this car. I heard you talking about cars. Take another car. He that has shall have more. Take more. Then you are a blessing. Then you are blessed. So measure your blessing at the level of becoming a blessing. Not what I've received. 
I got money. Somebody gave me. I'm really blessed. No. I've been able to give. I have always assessed people by how much they can give. In terms of how blessed they are. Like, because if I sit there and I say, oh, you've got the biggest house, $3 million. You've got seven, uh, two SUVs. You've got this. You've got that. You've got that. Okay, how many can give 5,000 CDs for missions? Uh, well, you see, because of the calculation at the end of the month, uh, we've got to pay this, 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 we've got to pay so that I can only give $300 this time. So, sorry, Mr. Bishop, man, just take $300, just take 1000 You are not really blessed to me. Even though you said you have a $3 million, your house is this, your this is that, your that, what is that? When you are blessed to be able to be a blessing, then you are really blessed. And that's what has also revealed to me that people coming here necessarily has not made them blessed. Yes. Have not made them really blessed in a certain way because they're not able to be a blessing. Because they've got real commitments. You can't, you can't, you can't walk away from your commitments and say, I'm, I, I won't pay again. Repossession is waiting for you. Plus your deposits and all the things and all that you've been paying. Think of becoming a blessing. Think of sharing the word with somebody. Who's like, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. We are really blessed. So God took Abraham and said, I'm blessing you. Come along. I'm blessing you. I'm blessing you. I'm blessing you. And his blessing was to be a blessing. You will be a blessing. Amen. Amen. And after that, he said, okay, your son Isaac. But each person still had to go through his own test. Isaac had to go through a test. And God told him, I told your father to go on missions. He went. You, I'm telling you to stay on missions. Stay on missions. Don't go. Everybody is going. Don't go. You stay. Wow. What hope does a cow have which is walking from Memphis to New York? He says he's going to New York. See you later. I'll see you next week. Do you think he can get from Memphis to New York on his own? He'll become a hamburger by the time you get to to Atlanta. He's not going to get too far. Yeah. So our shepherd tells us, you stay, you go. You stay, you go. I stay, I went, my child stay. My child go, I stay. You go, I stay. There's no formula for everybody. Everybody is not the same. It's not communism. Okay? Okay? Believe me. Believe me. Isaac obeyed him. Then Jacob. Jacob too came along. Jacob had four wives, four different women. He had children with all of them, 12 or more. Wow. And one day he had an encounter with God. And God said, you know, uh, he, he actually made a promise to God. He said, God will be my God. Then I will, this stone will be the house of God. And I will serve the Lord. And I will give him a tithe of everything that I have. God said, wonderful. I will bless your 12 children. 
So those 12 children became the 12 tribes of Israel. Wow. Now one of the children, Joseph, was the last but one. When he woke up one day, he had a dream. And the dream was that the sun, the moon, and the stars came and bowed down to him. Hey, what type of dream is that? Huh? He was seeing stars. Now listen, that dream caused people to hate him. And they really didn't like him. And the wicked boys, they put him in a pit. Whenever somebody doesn't change his mind, remember, God may be working. Joseph was in the pit. He called his brothers. Hey, Reuben, I beg you. Reuben, please. Please, Dan. Issachar, what are you doing? They said, let's kill him. Hey. They didn't change their mind. Then one of them had a look, these are armed robbers are going by. Let's sell our child, our brother to him. We'll never see him again. And then they sold him. Hey, when they tied him and he was going, was... So they took him, he went to Potiphar's house. Potiphar was a man who was living in Egypt. He bought, he went, so I'll buy this one. I need one, I need one servant. Brought him to the house. And he, he, everywhere he was, God blessed him. What is it? Put your hand like this. At the under of what? Every prosperity is what? The blessing of the Lord. Yeah. Yes. The Lord was with him. In Potiphar's house. He became the darling boy. I said he became the darling boy of Potiphar's house. He was so nice that Potiphar's wife said that this slave is nicer than my husband. When she served, when he served her. When he said that he would just she would just slide her fingers. Wow. Wow. Yeah, but Joseph would just ignore all those things. He said, Thank you, madam. Thank you, madam. And he will go. Thank you, madam. And one day Joseph came. He called, she called him. Joe, can you tell um, Joseph to come up and clean the 
some water, my bathroom. When Joseph came with his bucket and his mop, because they had called him that there was water, he should come and wipe. As soon as he entered the room, no, the room, there's a room before there. The bathroom was on this side, on the right side. When he entered, then she called, Joe, are you there? Then she came out with a big pink towel around her like that. Hey! And jo- when Joseph saw her, he just ran and he said, Please have come to whatever. Then she called him, Joseph. And she lifted her then She just did some maneuver. And then the pink towel just fell down. <laughs> hey! Joseph bowed down his head. Then he heard a very soft voice. Joseph. Joseph. What you are seeing is real. Then Joseph turned towards the door with his head bowed. Potiphar's wife walked up to him. His back was towards her. He was facing the door. His back. She was naked like a banana. The, the, The towel was over there. Pink towel. Just touch him. When she touched, when Joseph, ah, he ran, he ran away through the door. But this was at the peak. He was 25 years old. Yes. 25 people don't struggle to have erections. No. 25. Yeah. He was at the peak. Yes. He didn't need a battery with the wires to connect, give a power into whatever. No, no, no. Hey. So, the woman really felt that Joseph had humbled her because she had done it with other servants and it had worked. I think Potiphar was not able to service her much. And she was into servants. Yes. There are some people. Quiet. If you don't be quiet, you don't hear the rest of the story. So, Potiphar came home and she went to her husband. 
<laughs> Something terrible happened. What is it, my dear? That boy tried to. I can't say it. <laughs> Potiphar was not convinced because he had heard rumors. He had heard rumors. And the way the thing was, he had to arrest him. So he, he, he said, I don't want to see the guy. But he would have killed him. Why didn't they kill him? You have just killed him. You were a slave, I put you come to rape my wife. What do you mean? Potiphar's wife was somewhere. As the nearest lady, by the way, are you somewhere? Are you? Are you, are you a strange woman? Okay. Anyway, Joseph was sent all the way. He went to the prison. And the Bible says the Lord blessed him in the prison. He became the darling boy. You are the next darling girl. Wherever you are found, you become the darling boy of that place. God blesses you, you become the darling boy. At your workplace, you are the darling boy. In your house, you are the darling girl. At your workplace, you are the darling boy. Receive darling boy anointing. Listen, so he became the darling boy in the prison. At a point, the prisoner called and said, you, look, I'm not a small boy. You are not like these other criminals here. There's something different about you. Yeah, there's something different. I know. I know criminals. This is my work. I look after prisoners. I know criminals. I know you're not a criminal. And at a point, he even gave him the key. He showed him where to hide it. The prison warden was, has now left his job for Joseph. Joseph was feeding everybody, looking after them. Hey, it's morning. Can't, can't, can't wake up. Okay, we are going out. We are doing this. He was the boss. Hey, and one day he was there when two senior government officials were brought there. The butler and the baker. Minister of bread and Minister of Internal Affairs. Hey. And they were there when we were all with them, the prisoner. Joseph was acting acting as a prisoner. Although he was virtually free, but he was like on house arrest, so he was in the house. The, prison, the house of the prison. You get what I'm saying? Then one day they had dreams. Everybody had a dream. Hey. One saw three birds coming to sit on the head and eating, eating from the head. Another saw a cup. So one of them came and said the dream and said, I had this dream. It, I feel uneasy since I woke up. And Joseph said, Oh, I can interpret your dream. You? You again? 
Oh, if you don't want me to interpret, I will not interpret. But by the evening, he said, look, if you have an interpretation, bring the interpretation. So he came. He said, say your dream. And he told him, this is my dream. I saw this was happening. The birds came. They were eating. So I said, the cup. And he told him, you will be free in three days. Three days. When the other one had three days, you'll be free. Me too, what is mine? What is mine? What is my interpretation? He said, in three days, you'll be dead. Not all prophecies are good news. A real and genuine prophet doesn't only say nice things. When you are a real, genuine prophet, you don't only say nice things. We'll receive it. We'll be this. There are other things. Otherwise, it's not a real, it's not a real prophet. And when you look at the dreams, they are so similar. Both can mean you, one can mean you will die. The other, you don't know. But God gave him the wisdom. He said, hey, you will, you will die or you will live. He said, okay, you will die. You will live. <laughs> look, if he had got it wrong, eh, I tell you, it would have become another national disaster. Because the guy who would have been released would have gone back and said that when I was a prison, there was a guy who told me that I would die. I tell you, that guy, he rather is dying in the prison today. He, he will see fire. And he would have mocked him. But it happened. Exactly. Still, the guy forgot him. Why did he forget him? Because God is in the blessing of the Lord, not the blessing of the butler or the blessing of the baker, the blessing of the Lord, the Lord's blessing. That's what makes you rich. Wow. So, after two years, two years, that was when Joseph was about 30. Joseph was in the prison saying, Oh Lord, people are wicked. My brothers, my brothers have put me here. Potiphar's wife, another. I mean, he met only wicked people throughout his life. Yeah. His wicked brothers, Potiphar's wife, very wicked. Potiphar himself. This baker, butler, they've forgotten him. People who forget are wicked people. I'm here alone. God said, Don't worry. Then the Pharaoh had his own dream. This one, you can't say somebody is doing it. He had his dream. He saw seven cows, lean cows, ill favored. You'll be goodly favored. Ill favored cows. And there were seven fat cows. And the lean, ill-favored cows came up and ate the fat cows. Hey! Who has ever seen it? We eat cows eat grass. But these cows ate fellow cows. And the lean cow, which should have been able to eat about a quarter of a cow, ate a huge cow. And it went into the stomach and he was still lean. If you have such a dream with such special cows, when you wake up, you will not feel very happy. And seven ears of corn blasted with the east wind, very lean, ate up flourishing corn. Hey, what kind of a dream is this? That was uh, Pharaoh's dream. You see, this is unbelievers. God gives them also wisdom. 
to save the whole of Egypt. That's why we use the iPhone or the iPad. Somebody say he doesn't even believe in God. Or it's like Facebook. You say you don't believe in God. The person who made it and owns it say there's no God. And all these things is God who gave them the wisdom. Even these songs. God gave them songs. They tell it something else altogether and sing about different things. But God can give and does give unbelievers visions, wisdom, understanding, dreams, and so on. God gave him. Amen. And then after that, Joseph was called. Can you explain this? He said, I can explain it. This is what is going to happen. There's going to be a big famine. So dear my Lord, my dear Lord, if the best advice is that, find a wise person, very wise man, somebody who is very clever, who can organize the economy for seven years in such a way that when the recession comes everything is going to be okay and Pharaoh said wise man wise man where am I going to find a wise man (laughs) these lying magicians that are around me all of them are liars nobody around me is wise nobody around me is wise you are the wise man and suddenly he was chosen and he became a national hero a prime minister overnight you are the next prime minister to be released take over half half the whole of Egypt take over so he became the president of Egypt and then he lived and all his brothers came. And when his brothers came, when they realized that he was the prime minister, because he could speak Egyptian, first he spoke to them in Egyptian language, that they didn't know he was, thought he was an Egyptian. But then when he also spoke, what? Who are you? He said, you are my brother. They were afraid. Then he said, oh, I've forgiven you. i forgive you, don't worry. But they were afraid of him. Because he remembers when he cried. Robin, I beg you. I mean, don't take our things off. I beg you, Robin. Judah, Isaac, somebody, somebody. I'm your brother. Wow. That's what we Africans did. We gave our brothers to come to slaves on the ships from Cape Coast. Yes, that's how you have African Americans. They came in the same way, begging, crying. Yeah, that's how we came to be here. Either you came by ship or by plane. (laughs) Are you still around? We are about to go for lunch, but I need you to listen. And then, when Jacob died, his brother said, now, as our father has died, we are also dead. But this guy is now going to take us to a firing squad and shoot all of us. 
So they came to beg Joseph. Joseph said, come on, grow up. All these things happen. You see, the blockages. Blockages. God was at work. God was at work. Listen, hear me. Whatever has been blocked in your life, God is at work. Oh. Three wicked people, his wicked brothers, the wicked woman, and the forgetful. Uh, what is his name? Uh, yeah, Minister of uh, Internal Affairs. Three people, bad experiences. We're creating the will of God. Wow. Whatever bad experiences you have had up till today are creating the will of God for your life. Some of you have had very bad boyfriends. The boy has used you and thrown you away. When he's finished with you, he say, hey, get up and go home. After, do you know the walk of shame? Do you know what we call the walk of shame? What is the walk of shame? Do you know the walk of shame? Who knows walk of shame? What is the walk of shame? It's the morning after you have a one night stand. And, and you're still wearing and you're still wearing the you're still wearing the clothes from the night before. So in the morning everybody knows what you just came from doing. Did you get it? Oh you didn't get it. Say it again, baby. A walk of shame, uh-huh. So the walk of shame is when you have a one night stand. What is a one night stand? A one night stand is when, depending, depending on whether you're male or female, if you're a female, you decide, you, I'm sleeping with you tonight. Right. But you don't know him. You, you, no, not from Adam. You don't need to know him. No. Just it's actually, it's preferable that you don't know him. Oh, okay. So wow. Him. It's preferable that you don't know him. Yes, yes. Why is that? Because. <laughs> because. Because you know you don't want. It's not going to be a regular thing. Variety is a spice of life, so you don't want to keep going. <laughs> Variety is the spice of life, and it's it's not going to be a regular thing. So, then, yes, let's go on to the walk of shame, yes? So, you have slept with the person that night, and the very next morning, you don't have any clothes, because you weren't intending on sleeping with them, 
So you have to do the walk of shame in the morning to get back to your house to get ready for the rest of your day. So like you wear like maybe the night. Yes. Normally you have your heels in your hands. Normally, you have your heels in your hand. And what else? Look, allow the lady to explain everything to us. You have your heels in your hand and then, yes? So you you have your heels in your hand. You have your your dress from the night before. Your hair is disheveled. One lash is on. Oh, I never wore his shirt. What is gone? One lash, because the night before. One of your lashes. One of of the eyelashes. So what, what is shameful about it? What is shameful about the workers? Because everybody knows what you just did. Everybody knows what you just did. Yeah, because you look like you... Yeah, you like, look post-coital. You're what? <laughs> post-coital, yeah. Post-coital. Like post-coital. Coitus post. After coitus. <laughs> what? So how do we get into work of shame? Oh. Yeah. Oh, you say we people have had embarrassing things. The boy threw you away, and then the very next morning you had yeah, to do a walk yeah, of yeah. shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The very next day you got to do the walk of shame. So that's work of shame. Wow. Uh, many people have had the work of shame. Yeah. And your your heart is broken. Your heart is broken. Your heart is broken. And it's like you met a wicked person. Joseph met wicked people. He met forgetful people. He had bad relatives. He was all making the will of God come to pass. Hallelujah. That is why I say today there are many people who have despised me, Doug, he what Mills. Yes. In this church, even here in America, I've said things so, so it hasn't turned well out well. But this come meeting marks the end of all those things in Jesus' name. And this come meeting marks a turning point. You see, because God is going to now release his blessing. Because after all this comes the blessing, the power. Now comes Moses. So now Joseph dies, everybody is buried, the famine passes, and a new king comes who does not know Joseph and doesn't read history. That's where the importance of history is. This pharaoh was not good at history. His history weren't good at the time. Tell somebody his history weren't good at the time. Wow. So then, he comes up 
and he begins a new era, which is again more trouble, more trouble for the people. Forgetfulness. You can see forgetting things is a bad thing. That's why we wrote a book, Those Who Forget. And he also forgot and did not even bother to find out about Joseph and what these people have done for his nation. Through Joseph, Pharaoh became rich. He bought all the lands of the whole nation. He nationalized everything. Everybody sold their lands to Pharaoh through Joseph's wisdom. Sold their land to Pharaoh. Because the blessing of the Lord is riches. The Jews are rich. Every, all the Jews, you see, they have something from God to make all these banks. They are all Jews. Even some of the Jews changed their name because they were so much so persecuted. Most of the banks founded by Jews. Kuman this, this, all this, Liman, all the places. All these shops, Macy's, this, that, all, they are all Jews. Even the origin, they changed, some of them changed, and they got the persecution. They hate, people hate them. Yeah, it's a blessing of the Lord. Even then, he made them come and say, at a point, the people came and said, we are left with only our bodies in Egypt. <laughs> We've sold our land and everything to you. We are left with only our bodies. Yeah. If you have the verse, you put it, they say, we are left with only our bodies are left. We've sold everything to you. Uh, the man is lost. You better, this guy, we better pawn him after church. Are you listening? Yes. So, now, Pharaoh is a type of Satan. A type, Egypt is a type of the world. Why do you say that? Like, God's people are with another group. And those people are different. They don't understand them. So now, God says, you know, see how my people are living there? I want to make a change. After all the three types of people they've met and all the bad people, I want to make a change. So that is where we have enter Moses. Do you see? And Moses comes with the message of let my people go. Yes. Let my people go. Now turn with me to Exodus chapter 1. And this is where I want you to see um, carefully what the enemy is doing. I want you to listen and watch. You know, at come meetings, we, we go a bit longer than, than a Sunday. A little longer than Sunday service. And he said, now in verse 8, there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. Okay? And he said to his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Now listen, this is your story. You are more and mightier 
than any group in the world. If you were to take Christians alone in this world, Christians, people who are called Christians, eh, they are more and they are mightier than any group in the whole world. Yeah. Christians today. Christian, what is called Christianity across the whole world, more and mightier than any group of people. If you go through Ghana, Nigeria, America, Europe, Christians, Christianity, across the world, Asia, more and mightier. Yes, you may not know. Catholics all over the world. Catholic churches, the Pope is our main CNN pastor in the Christian community. He's our CNN. When he speaks, CNN reports. Where he goes, they cover it. BBC, CNN, Al Jazeera, they cover. He's the pastor in Christian, in the Christian community who is covered by all the press. When I speak, CNN doesn't come to record. But when the Pope speaks, CNN are there. If he makes a comment about anything, they report it. Pope says, or the pastor says. So it's a major community. In the world. And when people are standing for election, they have to say whether they are or not. <laughs> yes. Are you Christian or not Christian? Because they are more and mightier. If you take people, just say, I'm a Christian. Are you, what are you? I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. Plenty. Yeah. Plenty. We are. We should. And, and Pharaoh knows it. That if we do what we are supposed to do, We are mightier. So, Pharaoh is a type of the devil who came to tempt Adam and Eve. Egypt is a type of the world. The Israelites, the children of Israel, living in Goshen in Egypt, are a type of Christian community in the world. And Egypt was the main country in the world. Now, they need a strong savior. Now, Jesus came just like Moses. When Moses came to see the children of Israel, they rejected him the first time. Then he came back again with signs and wonders. And they accepted him the second time. Just like that, Jesus came to this world. He was rejected the first time. He's going to come back with mighty signs and wonders. So Jesus is a type of Moses. Or Moses is a type of Jesus. And if you read 1 Corinthians chapter 10, it tells us that all these things happen as examples for us upon whom the ends of the world are come. Just as they went out of Egypt and they, uh, Exodus, uh, 1 Corinthians 10, and they, they, they were tempted, they, they lasted after things, they fell by fornication. We should also not do the same thing because it's, it's a type of Christianity. You learn about your Christian work by studying about Moses and the escape from Egypt. That's, that is it. All these things happen to them as examples and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. All these things. Verse 2. Read on, read on. 
from from the top, from the top, from verse one. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and passed through the sea. That is Moses and the children of Israel. Verse two. And we're baptized unto Moses. We are baptized into Christ in the cloud and in the sea. Verse 3, and did all eat the same spiritual beast? So as they were eating the manna, it's just like how we are eating the word of God today. Verse 4, they all drink, drink the spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. So Christ, we're dealing with Christ. It was a picture of Christ saving us. A type of Christ. But with many of these people whom God saved, God was not pleased with them. So whenever you read Exodus, the story of Exodus, you read 1 Corinthians chapter 10, it shows you that it's the same thing. And then verse 6. These things happened as examples. It happened as examples. It happened as examples. So what has happened are examples for us to learn from. We are expected to learn from Moses and learn from the Egyptians and learn from the Israel and learn from this particular story. It is the main story that God has given to us to learn from. It's the main story in the Bible. The escape of the Israelites from Egypt through the help of Moses is the main story for Christians. Without understanding this story, you have not understood your real march from bondage to liberty. All the memory, ten times they remembered until God, God said, hey, I've never seen a complaining group of people like this. I've changed their, I've changed my mind. Few pastors can lead a congregation that are, they, they complain all the time. If you have not been taught in a certain way and preached to you in a certain way, I will not be able to keep you here and talk to you or call you say, come on Wednesday or come on Thursday, Thursday morning, Friday. I go to London, I say, come Monday morning, I'll be there. The whole place is full. They're all there waiting for me. If you have not been taught in a certain way, it will be just memory upon memory upon memory upon memory. And, and that is why these are major, they don't remember, he asked some of them, remembered, and were destroyed of the destroyer. That's why it's very sad when the message of loyalty and loyal, disloyalty came, and people don't understand it and fight it. I tell you, memory, you are memoring against me, against what? You just find out later that you'll be destroyed just because of your comment. Bible says Aaron and Miriam murmured against the Lord and the Lord heard it. Heard it in your room. Heard it in the house. What you are saying. He heard it. He heard it. He heard it. One day I had a vision. I was in a hotel. A five-star hotel. I'd been invited somewhere. They put me in a five-star hotel. I was lying on the floor. And I disappeared into a vision. In the vision, I was walking down a mountain on a plane, like this, like this house, like this. And I looked behind me. Far was a mountain. And I was with two of, two of my pastors. I don't remember which two, but there were two pastors. One was on my right, one was on my left. And I was walking. There was only a path in the middle of the grass like that. You just go, and I was walking far. And we're just talking. As I was talking to these two pastors, I turned to one of them and I... I said something to him. And what I said was a negative comment about a pastor. Yeah. No, I'm not an angel. 
That's why I tell you my troubles. God didn't bring us angels to be pastors. He's brought human beings to be pastors so that you can see that the person who is leading you is a struggler, just like you. Which of us haven't said negative things before about pastors or about even our leader? It happened to me. In that vision, it happened. And as soon as I opened my mouth and I said, Look at this pastor, whatever this is, what he said, this and that. Something moved far away. It was an animal. Far in the mountain. I don't know how I could hear, but in the, in, the, in the vision, it was in the spirit, so I could hear. I just said, and started moving. And the thing started coming from far, far away in the mountains. The place I can describe it reminds me of a town we had a crusade called Ikere in Nigeria, I think, which has the big rocks. Is it Ikere? Big mountain, something like that. And it was coming down, coming down, coming down. And I was still working with my friends, talking with them. Can I have two friends? Two friends. One on my right, one on my left. And we're talking, walking, talking. I was telling this, talking. But every time I would look back, I'll see the thing coming. It's coming down the mountains with a target. I was walking, walking. Walking, chatting, because I like chatting with people who like to talk. And then the animal was coming. Okay, that's the animal. It was coming like that. It was coming. Then gradually, gradually, the animal got nearer and nearer. And then I could sense, I could sense that it was coming. I could sense that it was coming. Then finally, I said, No, that I turned around and I saw. Wait, I saw. I saw the animal down there and then the animal jumped up. It jumped into my chest like this. Jumped here, here. And I screamed. And I woke up. I was on the floor. And the Lord said to me, every time you open your mouth to speak about my servants and against my servant or about my servant, you are drawing evil spirits to you. Because when Aaron and Miriam and Aaron murmured in Numbers 12, when they murmured, the Bible said the Lord heard it. And leprosy descended on it. That's why you should learn to just keep your mouth shut. Yes. You you didn't know why. You wouldn't know why. You wouldn't know why. You learn, you learn to shut up about things. One day I visited a pastor in his house. He was having a major marital crisis. Hey! Too bad. Then I met one of his, one of the children. And the children spoke some words. I almost fell down. I almost fell on the floor. When this child spoke. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I say, wow. A completely different side of the story from the ch- child. And I said, yeah. I thank God I didn't open my mouth to make any comment about because the man looked like the bad person. But when the, when the child spoke, it was a completely different picture. The man looked like he was a bad man. Man always looked by any divorce. Oh, he's looking, he's got a girlfriend. No, hey, this person is looking after this. This is the normal. This is a standard stereotype. I said, I 
thank God I didn't open my mouth. You may open your mouth, you don't understand. When the person spoke, I said, my goodness. Talking for, giving examples, stories, history, this happened, this, 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 details. I said, no. You will never know. When you stand outside, you are making comments. Are you CNN? Be careful. Be very careful. And that's why First Corinthians, First Corinthians 10 says, don't remember. Don't commit fornication. They were fornicating. You can't go around. You can't do everything that you used to do. You can't live anyhow. You can't do that. You can't do whatever you used to do. There has to be a difference. Amen. Learn. This is our main story as Christians coming out of Egypt. And now you see what Pharaoh planned against God's people. And this is where you see it in Exodus chapter 1. He says, let us deal wisely with them. That's the first point. Satan is dealing wisely with you. wisely with them. That is why every trick that ties you down is a wise trick. I've never seen things more clever and more intelligent than mortgages and loans. And all the credit cards. Look, let us deal wisely with these people. He has dealt wisely with the church. One day I was with an American pastor, and he said, What um, financial help? Do we need? I said, oh, we don't, we don't, I mean, we don't need any financial help. But if you want to make a donation, we receive. But we don't need financial help. But if you want to make a donation, feel free. So he said, I want to make a donation of $25,000 to your ministry. 25,000. I said, wow. We really appreciate it. I thought that this $25,000 do you see was about to be transferred to our bank account. (laughs) So that we could use it. Today, small. Another test, and the church is full of millionaires. One, 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 one. I don't know how long it took. 
At a point I was saying that, but we can give you that donation that you are going to give to us. We can give you that donation. Look, when you go into things, eh, you will see that Satan has dealt very wisely with the children of Israel and has taken away their power. Today, look at how our brothers are financing their own religion. Eh? They finance their religion officially. Come to Ghana, come all over the world and see. Christians have been dealt with wisely. (laughs) Christians have been dealt with wisely. You can't believe it. You will rarely get, like how this pastor friend of mine said he was donating. It's the first and the last. I've never seen anybody donate. And even that one, it was not an easy donation. Hey! <laughs> Slowly, piece by piece, piece by piece. I said, ah, these people are millionaires. I've been to the church. I've seen millionaires. Real millionaires. Why are this? Satan has dealt wisely. The Christians have their power has been it's like they have been castrated. The power is gone. Yes. Let us deal wisely. You see, when you are Johnny just come, you don't know what is happening. When you are signing the papers. When they are signing the papers, you'll be surprised at the things they are writing. You don't know what you don't know what it means. So yeah, this is just a formality, you know. This is what everybody signs. You got to sign here as well. I mean, you know, can you initial right here? You know, we initial the top and sign at the bottom. Yeah, this is wow. Let us deal wisely with them. Now you see the wisdom of going to school. Okay, the school that you are going to, the loans that you are going to receive, by the time you finish, you even wonder that, ah, this world that I came to, I'm now going to start life and be paying for 20 years. Let us deal wisely with them. Let us deal wisely with them. Let us deal wisely. It's very clever, eh? Very, very clever. Very, very clever. Let's they multiply. Let's they let's I mean let's they get ideas and these people I mean they are going to swallow us up. The church should have been so powerful. You have been establishing churches all over the but we haven't so you go the whole of West Africa is non Christian. Non Christian. Look, I have driven. You know, somebody will say, read statistics. I mean, I don't read statistics. I went there. I went there. I drove across the whole of Mali, the whole of Senegal, the whole from north to south, the whole country, from one border down to the next border. I crossed all through the whole of Guinea. 
the whole of Sierra Leone, the whole of Liberia, the whole of Ivory Coast, the whole this up to down, north and south, eastern, I've been everywhere. Christians are small. Christians are the, uh, the, the the capital the by the coast. It's finished. Ninety nine percent not Christian. Yeah, it's very wild. And our friends are sponsoring with big millions. Come to Ghana and see. Multi million dollar investment for any for religion. We build this and we build our church by it. We build this, we build our type of church by it. Across, all over. Even here in America, it's coming. And Christians, Christians, no, no. Not a Christian church, other other churches. Non-Christian church. Wow. So, listen. If you don't receive the wisdom of God, if you don't receive the wisdom of God, Satan will deal wisely with you and cripple you, and that's it. You'll just be there. That's all. You'll be potentially great and what about actually nothing. Yes. It should have been that those of you here in America should have been the richest most whatever but if i if I, I i raise more money in my church in accra than here that's the truth follow me around follow me around what follow me around and take one day one pastor said come to watch bishop he's going to take offering at the kodesh come and watch him he told his pastors come and watch him how he takes offering at the kodesh yeah. individuals giving yeah Satan is very wicked. That is why the light, arise and shine, light is come. And one of the great lights, let me, let me share with you. One of the great lights is this light. I know you use it to fast and pray. Where is it? Humility. Formula for humility. Is it there? It's not there. Okay, somebody gave me one from the back. I don't want to disturb this nice, beautiful arrangement. But you left out a very important book. Humility. Humility. Being humble here. Being humble here. And not trying to show off. Suddenly disconnects you from the father of pride. It disconnects you from Satan and his wisdom. Because his wisdom is so interlaced with pride. It's so interlaced with impressing. Good impressions. You must live in this area. You must live in this area. Me, I should live in this area. Even that is the area that I decide I will not live in. That's the area. As soon as I hear that there are areas, which is the good area? That's the area I choose. I don't like that area again. Because I know that it's all couched and prepared for you. And you've also followed it fully. Oh, uh, what is it? What is he who lives here? Uh, Azuma Nelson, also, no, Azuma, um, 
What's the name of the soccer soccer player? This one lives here. Adebayo lives here. Uh, this uh, soccer player lives here. This uh, Pele lives here. This one lives here. So you can also be here. I should also be with a uh, Pele. Why should I be with a uh, Pele? And so on. <laughs> Film stars. He has dealt wisely. Wisely. Put the scripture back. Let us deal wisely with them. Wisely. Why? You know, when the church has rather got a lot of members and has potentially billions of dollars, it has become weakest. Why have all the church? If you have your uh, iPad or whatever, type Google churches for sale. Type churches for sale in Memphis. Even type churches for sale in Memphis. I hope this one doesn't come up. I hope not. Yes. I don't believe it will come up. But type churches for sale in Memphis or churches for sale in America. Have some come in? Have some come? There's a list, eh? Yeah. Shelby County. And where? What? Read it, read it out. Oh, yes. Four, it's the, they just had the address. 4029 Frazier um, special, pers- special Purpose Property, Bartlett, Greater Armani. That's the old one, not this one, the old one. Um, <laughs> Another property in Memphis, East Crump Church. There's a property on Austin P Highway, and we go to. It's all this in Memphis. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, so there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's ten that's listed on this page. This girl has how many? Three. Thirty-three. Thirty-three churches. Yeah. The sale here. Let us deal wisely with them. 33 churches for sale. How many? 141 for Florida. 141 churches for sale in Florida. (laughs) Hans, are you understand? You see, you may think I'm I'm preaching like maybe I'm not American or whatever. You check it. Churches are for sale. 141. (laughs) Let us deal wisely with them. Why do people sell churches? It's the same as if you have houses for sale. More! 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 <laughs> you should have been that American church is so rich and so prosperous. They are sending missionaries. You are establishing in Malawi, Botswana, here, all over the world, South Africa. This you are preaching like the America. This is how America used to be. This is how America. You go and find Americans all over the world preaching the gospel. Now that the the thing has become a lot of people say, so let us deal wise with the, these people. They have become become too dangerous in this world. Let's deal. Fully, these people, let us be very wise. Let's they multiply and fill the whole world. Hmm? Yeah. 
amazing. I'm sure if we Google cars for sale in Memphis, maybe your car would come up just now. Is it amazing or is not amazing? Is it fantastic or is not fantastic? Is it wonderful or is not wonderful? somebody said where I was saying why is he staying there so why shouldn't I stay there yes because I don't know I don't want to fall what Satan makes that this is nice it's like anything nice even a nice girl you say no let's be uh, do some more investigation she's too nice to be true she's too nice she's too beautiful she's too perfect true or not true it's too nice. Or a nice guy who comes to you. Hi, baby. Hi, James. Or Peter. Wow. Let's deal wisely. So, so God is giving. So now, if you see that Satan has dealt wisely with you, you have to see. Because how do you overcome somebody who has dealt wisely with you and puts your foot into a trap? Through wisdom. God grants wisdom to overcome that wisdom. And, and if you look all over the world, you see that whatever bad thing there is that comes in the world, human beings think to and find a way to block that thing. And eventually, I remember when a time I was in England, people were doing a lot of shoplifting. Hey, that was when they developed the security and they, they fought it and fought it until they overcame it. I'm sure they are still doing shoplifting, but they fight it. Whatever the evil is, you have to believe God. Yes. Once you fall into what is attract, everybody wants this. Everybody wants that. Everybody needs that. Everybody is going there. Everybody is doing this. Everybody is doing You don't have to. There's the humility. I don't have to be. I don't have to go there. I don't have to wear that. I don't have to wear this label. I don't have to have that. I don't need to. I can live my life. I can be okay without it. You start to become Rachel. I don't have to be. One time I was driving in South Africa and then I asked somebody, so this area, he said, said, oh, all this area is very expensive. I said, what makes it expensive? I don't see the difference between this place. It's just for some few people in that area who say this is a good area. Because I don't know it. I don't feel it. You say, you put a label and you say it's expensive. You know, one day, I decided to make our own organ. And our own loudspeakers in the church. So I sent somebody to where they make it in Asia. 
And I gave the name. I said, this is the name we are going to use for our speakers. So I gave them. Then they, they took them to the place. All these famous organs and last speakers. The same. Then I put my name on. Bam, like this. Now when you see the name, you say, oh, I don't know this. When I, if I write Ododododio uh, uh, speakers, <laughs> you don't know what is Ododododio speakers. So you, you will not onapo speakers. You don't know what it is. So you will not buy. But it was the same as those big, big names that you saw. The same thing. So they make the same thing and everybody puts his name on. So you're actually buying the name. That's when I say, hey, these people are clever. Let us deal wisely with them. Let us make them buy things that are a hundred times more expensive than they need to buy. Let us make them live their life in a way that they can never be rich, never prosper, never be free, never work for God, never have anything. Always work, always tired, always, I mean, always struggle. Yeah. Let us deal wisely with these guys. Let's, let's cripple them. Let's cripple them. Let's bring them down financially. Let's make them weak. Yeah. That is why I'm speaking blessings more. When you listen to the messages, the podcast, you hear certain blessings because one of the ways to overcome curses are blessings. You see, yeah, because blessing lifts you and curse brings you down. So one of the master keys to overcome curse are blessings. That's why even though God punished the Israelites seriously, he also blessed them. So Jews, you can't see whether they are blessed or cursed because it's like people don't like them, but they also go up. They keep going up and then they come down and they go up and it sort of balances the equation. You are being balanced in Jesus' name. Whatever mistakes you have made, blessings are going to overtake and multiply over your life in Jesus' name. Yeah. So I want you to pray. Huh? Now let me tell you, you see my books. That's the light. It's wisdom. Because anything that's in my book that is not wait, wait, shh. anything that is not in my books that is not from the word of God, just discard it. It's nonsense. Once it is the Bible, take a book like this, He That Has shall, to him shall be given. And he that has not, even that which he has, shall be taken away. Something like this. You must check your Bible. You must have time to read it. You must study. You must pray. God, teach me. Show me something. You must search for light. You must search for escapes. God, show me light. Show me an escape. And I'm revealing to you what is happening. You are in the country. What do you have? And it's not only you. The whole system. Yeah. Let us deal wisely with them. Verse 11. Therefore they did set over them taskmasters. So the next point is taskmasters. Masters of tasks. So the first strategy of Satan is to deal wisely like contracts. Anytime you see a contract, say wait. I 
was explaining to them as we were planning the camp. I said, you are going to sign it. Don't sign all these things. Get a place where you don't sign too many things. Committing the room versus this. When you pay this and you don't do this. That's what caused the problem in Atlanta. When we couldn't, we, we, the program, I just thought our fault that the plane didn't take. I'm sitting there with my everything coming to the program. The plane is not moving. The, you have signed this inside. They said, no. If you don't pay this, you pay all this money for this, that, that. That's why you have to, I mean, use the money. You have to be careful when people are signing things, sign, 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 will you sign or whatever, and agree. Just do the program without signing things, without having so many commitments. You don't know what you are doing. All this, when you come, they come, so, um, you know, the, uh, what you call it, the, um, um, your rent is about $900, right? Now, the, um, the mortgage is just 1100 just $200 more, and it's on top of that, it's your own house. <laughs> On top of that, it's your own house. But they don't tell you that 70% of the people who signed this never finish paying. That's one they don't tell you. Just, they are silent on that. It's like those who are selling cigarettes. They don't tell you one, one out of three who eat, did this in, are, are dead. You are dead. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. You are dead. Can you imagine if the waiter comes to the table... Yes, sir, you ordered two beers, two beers, wine, okay? One, of, one out of three of you is going to die from this right here, you are. <laughs> Do you think you will receive that drink? Say, one out of three is going to die, one, out, one of you is going to die from this. Yeah, here you are, here's the two beers, one, what do you call it? One of one is going to die from this, see you. Thank you. The bill is whatever. Pay for your death also. Can you pay for your death? This camp meeting is leading you out of your bondages. This camp meeting is leading you out of your curses. This camp meeting is leading you out of the wisdom of Satan. It's causing you to escape. I want you to listen very carefully. Taskmasters. Masters of tasks. When God stretches out his hand like this and say, you know Matthew 11, 28, come unto you all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest, isn't it? Oh, Mr. Man, Mr. Man, Mr. Man on the screen. The next verse. Look at the next, look at the next verse. Look at the next verse. Oh. Who is that? Take my yoke. Take my yoke. Take my yoke. My work. My task. My task I am placing on you. And you wouldn't take his yoke. You wouldn't take his task. And Satan comes to you with a taskmaster. And he's the master of tasks. And you see yourself. You've been given a task. Drive this bus from here to here. Ten times. Two and ten times back. 
and you are also going, you are very happy, you are sending message. I've got a watch. I'm driving about this way. Back, back, up, down. You are very happy. These are what your testimonies. You are driving a school bus. You are driving a train. You are driving this. This is what makes you happy. When God has his own, he says, take my you. I'll give you my work. Bring your, you bring your, what are your burdens? Financial, this, 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 this. Okay, come. Take my yoke. Take my work. Concentrate on me. That is why we exist. If you don't know, I will never back down from that message. I will never back down from that message. If there is no higher purpose to your life, what is the difference between you and a cow? Who is eating the grass on the field? You are just eating to be slaughtered. What's the difference between you and a chicken who is just eating the corn? You are just eating, drinking, poo-pooing, wee-wee, having sex, having children to be slaughtered. That's all. What's the difference? There is a higher reason for your existence. There is a higher purpose for your life. That's what somebody wrote. Purpose-driven life. A life based on a purpose. It's not about eating and drinking. These are the basics. Take my yoke. You wouldn't take his yoke. He has given you task with the manager. Come unto me, you that heavy and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Heavy laden. This is the answer. You see, right here is the beginning of the answers. Come to me. You see, I want you to turn to him. Turn to him. Turn to and, and also when you say, but we are turned to him. Don't say that. Don't say that. You see, don't play table tennis with the preaching. When I play one stroke here, you play one stroke back. Who is that? Who is that? Who, who, who? Are they in the front or the back? At the back. Don't play table tennis with the preaching. You should hear some couples arguing in the house. This one says you are not doing this one says, but you what about you are not doing this one says you are doing then play it back like pa 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 then loop hey! no reply don't come to church when I say something women then you say what about the men? Well, why don't you tell the man this and that silly who is that? I think it was in this area, somewhere in this area. Not this area. Where were where were they? This way. But there are no ladies there. All the ladies are here. Fire them. <laughs> listen. Come, listen. To, um, look, everybody, watch out. This meeting is giving you what I call exit signs. You are exiting from wickedness. You are exiting from Pharaoh. You are exiting from taskmasters. And right there is the first answer. Come unto me. All ye that labor. And are heavy laden. Heavy. Heavily laden. And I will give you rest. So all of you must turn to the Lord. 
you must turn to the come to me come seek God and also seek God specifically you see don't say it's not the case you say it is the case this is the case when you say it is the case all doctors is it not diagnosis you are looking for yes yes you are looking when we are dealing with the patient what are you looking for we are looking to make it a diagnosis so when you make the diagnosis and you say this is what I've diagnosed you are a liar go away I saw the case then what, what is happening diagnose yourself and as you diagnose yourself you say yes this is the problem so you come to the Lord with that problem and say Lord there is a taskmaster who is managing my life I don't like the way my life is yes Lord give me wisdom which will counteract the wisdom of the enemy yes recognize it come to me all ye that labor labor and are heavy laden one brother was telling me about his debts until the year 20 uh, how many you add 17 years to now is how, how many years how many years is what, what, 20 what 2033 heavy laden heavy laden hmm? task let me tell you there is a task God has for you do you like his task Deuteronomy 28 verse 46 47 Check it up. Deuteronomy 26, 28. Deuteronomy. I think the person is feeling hungry now. <laughs> 28, you brought 26. <laughs> Who has taken my glasses? Give me my glasses. 46. You've brought 26. <laughs> and verse 47. 47. Verse 47. Because Thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Therefore thou shalt serve thine enemies. Yes, that's the reason. Therefore thou shalt serve thine enemies which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger, in test, in nakedness, in the want of all things, including accommodation and houses. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. What Whatever yoke of iron is upon your neck is breaking today in the name of Jesus. Verse 47 shows us the secret. 
again, listen on. This verse is showing us again, escape routes. Because thou, is giving the reason, because thou servest not. Anybody here who is not serving, you know, it, don't try to be a member. Try to be a server. Don't try to be a member. Try to be a server and a worker. Yes. We are not in need of members. We are in need of workers and servers of different, different types. Because thou servest not the Lord thy... This verse, and when I read the whole of Deuteronomy, it was the only verse I remembered, this one. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness. You, you must be excited to work for God. You must be happy to work for God. And, and so when people say, somebody said, oh, Lighthouse, you are easily... Uh, what is it? What is she? Where is it, child? We are easily what? Impressionable. We are young and easily impressionable. Rather, you should say, yes, I am young and easily impressionable. Fully. I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh huh. Yes. They said we are what? Easily impressionable. What does it mean? Just simple-minded, very easy, just too happy with lighthouse, and very shallow. So that's why I'm so much, you know, in this church, just for young people who are easily impressionable. But our minds can easily be changed. Wow. You see, that's where somebody will say, Brother Doug, take your time. <laughs> so when they tell you you are easily impressionable, say, hey, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of my imp- I'm, I'm so impressed. I'm moving on. When they preach, we are excited. We are very, I just started being excited. I don't know what it will be like by tonight. <laughs> wow. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart. All types of servants. Listen, all of us are going to serve. And, and I don't want any servant to laugh at another servant. If you see a servant, one of the servants have gone to an island, don't call him and say, where are you going? Where are you going? Are you sure of what you are doing? Do you know that lighthouse pastors, when I had some of the people that work with me, I had pastors calling some of them, what, what, what are you doing? I would advise you, I would advise you not to go and work. Yes, I've had pastors, not, I mean, Satan. Not Satan, pastors. Advising people that have chosen to work for, for me or for God, full-time ministry or go on mission. Call them and tell them, look, be careful. And what I want to say is, you know, some of us, the fathers, you wouldn't obey when I say certain things, or maybe you didn't do it, or you don't want to do it, or God hasn't called you to do it. These are all the possibilities. If the children want to do it, you see, you don't have to be quiet. Because when you are quiet, your quietness is like, um, uh, who was quiet in the Bible? Absalom. He answered him, neither good nor bad. 
for two. So if you say neither good things or bad things about the missions, it's a message. You should be happy about your young men and your young ladies. Uh, you should be encouraging them and saying, You are going, you are going. I'm excited about you, I'm proud of you. My son, he came back from school, finished doing law, passed his exams, did the bar, was called to the bar, everything. When he finished, he was now a lawyer ready to practice with jobs and offers were coming. And he said, oh, he wants to want to work with my father. So he came to work with me. Yes, and I'm excited. From no other work, work in the house of God. I'm excited. I'm not going to say myself. Oh, he was he was mentioning the amount. They said Dubai. They offered him this. They offered this. They offered this. Oh, I didn't say anything. I never told him do this or do that. I'm excited. I'm excited. I want to work for the Lord? Oh, that's what I preach. That's what I believe. Yeah, whatever you can. You feel free to do what I. I told my children, you can join even another religion. When you leave this house, you can join another religion if you want. But once you are here, even the dogs and the cats are all Christians here, I tell you. My dogs are all Christians. The cats are Christians. They are all saved. you who are being quiet about the children. You say neither good nor bad. You just say, mm. <laughs> no. Don't say neither good nor bad. Because your silence has a meaning. Yes. Support them. Help them. Encourage them. Happily. Make a way for them. Make a coach for them. Support them. Bless them. Bless them. My son. You are my son. Ah, give them money. Help them. Yes. Some of them are going to go. They will be speaking fluent Spanish. Fluent Spanish. Fluent. There is no there is no South and Latin American country that we will not have mega churches in. No, nowhere can keep us away. Nowhere can keep us out. And this church in America has already started going out. Ben is gone. Uh, ben is gone to Haiti. Uh, Ernest is gone to Nicaragua. Ransford has landed in Congo with his wife and children. He's in Kinshasa. Watch and see. You see, one day I, I went to a certain country, not Congo, I've not been there, but I went to a certain country in Africa, a certain part of Africa. You know, the name of the country starts with a certain letter in the alphabet. <laughs> so, the, past, the missionary I sent there, God had blessed him supernaturally. I tell you, he, he, his, his financial situation just became, I mean, higher. So one day he took me to a place and he showed me, he said, Dude, this is for me. This is for me. And I, I was showing that, hey, 
one day people will come they will say that this is why you came from the western world and you came here you see because people don't understand you shall serve the Lord and he shall bless he shall bless because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and gladness of heart for God doesn't ask people to serve him for nothing. Even you will not let somebody work for you for nothing. So work for me, go home. I don't, I, I'm sorry. It's, it's, your, it's my choice for you to work for nothing. No. For the abundance of all things. That's why I've, I've been dashing cars. And I will be dashing cars to my end. Because you will not serve, then look at verse 48. Thou shalt serve. Oh, thou shalt serve thine enemies. Some of you, when you go to work and you see the person, that's the man. That's the one in Deuteronomy twenty-eight, verse fourteen. That's the, that's the one you are seeing there. That's the guy you are seeing there. I tell you. <laughs> Have you noticed that many times when you go to work, you don't like the person that you are seeing at the workplace? Um, yeah, it's a 28 48. Okay, back to Exodus, please. Exodus. There's a song called Exodus, eh? Bob Marley, I think. How does it go? Exodus what? <laughs> we are ending, we are ending, please. We are going for lunch. We are going for lunch in a moment. Now the next word, taskmasters, to afflict them with burdens. So the next word is burdens. These are the strategies of Satan. The first is deal wisely with them. Let them not understand the contracts they are signing. Let you not understand credit card till you owe everything, everybody. You know, never understand. What is a credit? I mean, how does it even work magically? <laughs> Buy now, pay later. Pay later. No, you don't have to put anything now. It's yours. No interest. You don't have no interest. Have you seen somebody doing business where he's losing before? When he gains, who is he gaining it from? Deal wisely with them. They don't understand. They're too simple minded. You people, you must be afraid of contract signing things. What you are signing, get yourself into this and that. The next word is burdens. Burdens. This is Satan's strategy. Because of God's mighty army. Mighty army ready to invade the Caribbean. Ready to invade South America. Ready to invade Africa. Ready to invade Asia. This is the strategy. Let us give them taskmasters. Let's give them burdens. You know, one time we had a pastor, I think he was in America, and I was explaining to them, I was explaining, I was explaining that look, you need to be free of your debts before you can. They didn't he didn't he didn't believe me. He didn't understand me. He thought I was I was putting some conditions. 
I was explaining to you, you need to be free. You thought I was putting conditions. Putting any conditions. These things they are real. Your legs are tied, only that you will feel free because it's a long rope. It's, it's like it's like a goat on a long rope. You don't feel. You can run for quite a while, but at a point you feel the. Mm, mm. <laughs> it's a long rope. You feel free. You think that you are free, but at a point you realize that. Ah! Now from here to where, Mister Man in the yellow, can you stand up? Uh-huh. You see that you have been tied up to that point. Yes, it's, at, it's only at this point that. Uh, that's why most people start to feel the f- burdens of these things at a certain age, and you realize that Charlie, I'm not getting younger. Ready at 20, some are ready at 47, ready at 67. Instead of being ready at 20 to serve the Lord, you cannot be ready. But when I spoke, first spoke to you, I was tied up to here, so I was feeling free, you know. And as I ran here, I ran back. I ran here, I ran back. So I feel free, you see. But all this, I'm 20, around 23. So I'm just feeling free. I'm feeling free. I'm feeling free. I'm feeling free. I'm feeling free. free. There's a rope. (laughs) Go back. Go back. I've been untied all along, but I didn't know it. Happy. Look at how big the guy is. How can I be free from such a burden? A taskmaster like this. Brother, do your hands like this. It's a mighty taskmaster. Task manager. You know, one day I was in uh, Malaysia. Hey, the man is a big man, I tell you. The taskmaster. No, you'll be afraid. When you see the bedding that is coming, we'll say, no, no. Hey, how can you ever be free? When I'm, I'm tied to this man, I can never be free. What can set me free from such a mighty taskmaster? Mighty bedding. And when he falls on me, I'm dead. Listen on. One day I went to Malaysia and I met a brother. And uh, the pastor told me, I have two pastors who are not marrying. You know, you know, they don't have beloveds. So I said, I was just chatting with them. So I said, Oh yeah, we are, we are on it. But each time I went, they were not getting married until. Recently, when I went there, I saw no. The brother was now 50 plus. He's not married. So now, when I ask, even when you joke, because at first I'm, give, I'm going to give you a beloved from Ghana. No, at first, they were happy listening to what I was saying, but now, no, 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 no. So, one day I was going back to the airport. So they took me on a train, and I sat with the brother who was not married. So I said, what is it like? You are not married at your age. So you are not, oh, marriage is has finished. It's, it's working for God. I said, wow. So what is it like? So we were talking. and So I said, so sex, sex. Do not feel like having sex. He said, oh. L- listen, no, you will not hear what, what, what he said. You know what people say. You don't know what, why don't you listen? 
So I said, what about sex? He said, oh, the desire goes down. It goes down. It gets less and less. It's almost like it's gone. I said, yes, yeah, so sometimes, but it's not much. He said, oh, but me, I'm free. I live with my sister. She also not married. We are not married. I don't have anything. So I, he told me, I don't, have, I don't have any house. He told me, I don't have a house. I don't own anything. I don't owe anybody. I only work for God. I work when I'm dead. That's all. My body, the truth. We are finished with this world. Yes. He said, I don't have anything. I don't own anything. I don't have anything to give to anybody. I don't have any child or any, like, inheritance. There's nothing. I'm just me. That's realized that the guy was quite free yes no ties no burdens he just he said I just went from morning to evening pastoring the people visiting preaching praying going here going I have nothing I don't own anything I don't own any house I don't have any burden to own a house I don't need to own a house I don't need to own any house I said wow this man is a free man. And sometimes you may even have to limit the number of children you have. Sometimes you see people, it's as if they've not understood the concept of family planning. I mean, in terms of like the modern things that have come into the world. Understanding wearing too good at the beginning. How many children do you have? Four. Four. Mm. You have the beddings. Four beddings. Your wife, five. Financial, this, that, more. The guy said, I have no house. I have no car. I have no debts. I have just me. I just, when I'm dead, they put me in the ground. I'm gone. Straight to heaven. The guy is free, pa. You are receiving your freedom too in Jesus' name. Burdens. So watch out for clever things. Satan is dealing wisely. Sign, sign here. All right, this is just a loan, you know, like everybody who comes around has this loan, right? You just want to sign right here? Initial at the top, the sign down here. Glory to God. What? They do electronic signature now. Electronic signature. Wow. You don't even have to come. Just sign over there. You commit yourself. Taskmasters. Next one. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities. The next one is building up treasure cities. You see, many people have been set to build up companies for secular people. You are building up this company. This company, build up the <laughs> infrastructure, <laughs> design it, build it, build a computer network, build this, build this, do this, do that, set up the set whatever, set up the system, do this, and we are building more and more. By the time you leave here, you have improved the city. I tell you greatly. That's true. Through the house you have also built mortgage and added it. It has increased the estate in the area. 
Because the landscape and everything, you've improved it. <laughs> you see, what it is is that we don't understand what we are doing. We don't understand what is happening to us. So as it's happening, we can't relate with it. But it's happening. Practically. That's all that we do. Look, by the time you, if, by the time you leave London, by the time if you also put you've added one house to what you can't take it out. Look, if you die, you are not. If you die in, in America, you are not American. Up after sixty thousand dollars, everything else you own forty percent is for the government. Yeah, forty it goes. Inheritance tax all over forty percent. Like they divide it into half, they take it away. It's for, it's for. So if you have a house divided into two, you pay. There's nothing left, mostly. And if you are not from here, you think, oh, I build it, built, whatever. So they are coming for it. You just die and see. <laughs> and the tax. And you are building, developing treasure cities. You are tied to burdens. Look at the burden here. Pithom and Ramses. No, you see, these things happen as examples for us. For us to see what is happening. Yes, they are not just stories. Thank you, my brother. Sit down. Verse 12. Verse 12. So you've got, you've got the, the words, the master keywords, built wisely, taskmasters, burdens, building cities. The next one is um, the more they afflicted them, affliction. Ah! I don't like it. I don't. Li- Is that how many here have something in America you don't like it? You don't like it. Only six people. Oh, okay. Then keep it. If you you, you don't like it. You know, I like my job. I, I like what I'm doing. I enjoy working for God. When I used to work at the hospital, I used to count, I think we had, not how many days leave? 18 days. Or 18 days leave. Is that how? Leave. Yes. 18 days. 18 working days. 18 working days for the year. Hey, I used to count Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is five days. So 18 working days. Five plus five plus five is three weeks plus three. Uh-huh. Hey, I used to calculate, okay, I'm going to put my leave, let's say 25th will be a holiday, then this one, a weekend, and I was always calculating. My favorite word at work was, I'm off. <laughs> Can you believe that the nurses got to notice that word and they started to come, hey, I'm off. Are you here? I'm off. Are you back? I'm off. I wanted to leave. Now, I want to stay. That's why, you see, some of you, if you tell the truth, you realize that your happiest day is church day. It's your happiest day. That's your happiest day. That's your happiest day. If you tell the truth, your happiest day is the church day. You know, I have one uh, top executive. He, he works with me, you know, a lay person. He's always with me on Sunday, the whole day. He works at this type of high places. He's, he's, always, 
He's always sad. Say, Monday is my worst day in this world. Monday. I hate Monday. He, he closes with us from church about 2 a.m. Whatever time we close. 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 12, 11, whatever. He said, I hate Monday. I hate it. I hate it. He said, my happiest day is Sunday. I'm with everybody I like. I'm with people that I want. Sometimes I have to warn him. I said, don't come. It will affect your work. We are going for crusade. He's coming for How do you come for crusade? Go to work. <laughs> Pharaoh is calling you. Anybody who is here who has noticed that Sunday is your best day, it's likely that that's what you are called to do. It's likely that it's like you are called to work for God. That's why you like Sundays. Like you are happy. It's like as if you are free. It's not that you are sleeping at home watching films or doing something. Like you are in the church or going to visit some, doing something, working. It's like you become happy. All of a sudden. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, why would you even want to come to such a camp? I come to sit down for a lot. Since we started in the morning at seven, we are still here. Does it even make sense? But here you are. You are also happy. You are still uh, cheerful. Because me, I close my preaching based on the people. If I see that your faces are dead and full of bitterness, I will end the preaching. Once, once I see that there is life in you, then I can continue. If you want me to close my preaching, just close your eyes and sleep in front of me. And then I'll end. Are you listening? Alright, we have almost finished. We have almost finished. Let my people go. Hey. The next one, they were grieved. Verse 12. They were grieved. 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 The more they multi ah, okay, this is the other the other way around. This is the um, Pharaoh's. Um, they were grieved, yes. Yeah, so afflicted. Then verse thirteen. The Egyptians made the Israel children of Israel serve with rigor. <laughs> you say you are coming to America. You don't understand the work that is here. It's not that you come late or you come. Hey, there is a machine to show when you came when you are going. It's counting the hours. It's videoing you. It's videoing your entrance. Videoing your coming. Videoing your going. You are joking. (laughs) With rigor. You get that before time? I know in Ghana people leave home 5 a.m. They drive their car because of traffic. They avoid traffic. 5 a.m. they come and they pack. The bank is open at 8. They come and pack at 6.30. Sit in the car. Then they sleep. 7.30 then they go. It's like, Charlie, I'm showing that I'm really like a good manager. Serious. Rico. And 
Jesus called, you say, come to me. And he said, oh, you look at you, Jesus, too. So when we are serious, here, you say, come to me. You say, when we are serious, we are, you say, come to me. Ah, Jesus, You lift your hand and say, come to me. Heavy laden. Hey. Hmm. So, brothers and sisters, you know, I, 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 I sense in me that I want to just pause here. We're going to take an offering and then we're going to take a break. But we're going to continue because after all this is coming Moses. Yes. Moses is coming. Yeah, Moses is coming. And Moses is coming and Moses is saying, let my people go from all these things. And at this camp, your freedom is definitely determined. In Jesus' name. Sit down. Now, take out a very good offering that Pharaoh gave you from what Pharaoh gave you the last time you were at work. When you were building some of the treasure cities. Whatever he gave you. Eh, take some out. What song do you want Ida to sing? Alright. Take out. Don't look. Don't give coins at this. Do you still use coins in America? You still use coins here? 